Hey, this is Greg Knapp coming up today on the podcast. I got an interview with author and speaker Eric M. Twiggs on how to overcome procrastination. Ready? Let's go. You know how you sometimes feel stuck? Like you're drifting through life, going through the motions? You know you were created for something more, that an average life just isn't enough for you. Then you're in the right place. Find your purpose. Live your passion. Let's go. Joining us now is Eric Twiggs. He's an expert in overcoming procrastination. He's the author of The Discipline of Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. He's conducted over 28,000 coaching sessions with entrepreneurs and lead organizations of 500 or more people in corporate America. And you can learn more about him and get his book at his website. It's Eric M twigs.com and i've got all that in the show notes as well so you can just click on the link right in the show notes to get to his website so eric how you doing fantastic thank you for having me on your show oh man i love the attitude absolutely hey, you know I, I really think that people's stories stick with us and have great lessons for us and I, I love to start with your story so how did you get to this point in your life where you're helping people overcome procrastination so it really started for me back when I was in college that I had this experience that I write about in the book that really changed the way I thought about time. So I remember it was a friend of mine, uh, my fraternity brother in college, we're having this conversation and we're talking about goals and what we want. And you know, he was really focused on his purpose in life. I was focused on the next party. And I'm like, man, we're going to this party on Friday night or not. And he's like, Eric, you need to really get serious and think about what you want to do. And I remember saying, hey, you know what? We've got plenty of time for all of that. And several weeks went by. I didn't talk to him. I get a phone call from his mother letting me know that he was tragically killed in a car accident. Oh, no. Yeah. And it really sent me a message that maybe I don't have as much time as I think. Ooh. And that's really when I started thinking about how I'm spending my time. And, and that, that was kind of the starting point to where I am today. Wow, that is pretty compelling stuff. I mean, I, I always think to myself, there's really three things you can do with time, right? You can waste it, you can spend it, or you can invest it. Yes. And, you know, how are you spending most of your time, most of the time, is the big question. When people say time is money, is it, no, 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 time is more valuable than money, right? Because I can make money. I can't make time. Right. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, every second they got, have you ever had that day, Eric, where at the end of the day, you think, man, I, I can't really think of anything I did today that mattered, and that day's gone, and it will never come back. Yeah, and so it's very easy to be in a position where you're operating a busyness instead of a yeah. business, right? Oh, yeah. Where, where, you're, where you're going around putting out fires, you're, you're doing a lot of things, but the things you're doing don't really matter to the big picture. Absolutely. So I think you kind of alluded to it in that story, but I want to go a tiny bit deeper. So if you were telling somebody what's your why of living, why you do what you do, what would you say? What is my personal why? Yeah. So my why is to inspire people to find it to, to be aligned with their purpose and to overcome procrastination. And that that's really what I'm put here to do, to really inspire you to, to, to move forward, to take the next step and to become who you were designed to become. 
I love that. That is awesome. So I, I know that that tragic accident that ended up killing your friend helped you down that path. One of the things I always love to find out is how did you find your purpose? That was the beginning of it. How, tell us a little bit more about your journey and how you got to that point of saying, yep, this is it. Great question. So after that, my thinking was, you know what? I need to get out here and you know become the success in business and make as much money as I can because time is short. And I got to this place in my career where by, all, by outward appearances, I was successful. I was a district manager had 500 employees working for me. We were setting records. I remember this day, I'm driving in my car, I have my BMW, I'm doing well. I remember this moment. I looked into my rear view mirror and I remember seeing the reflection of my eyes. And they were the eyes of someone who hated what he was doing. Mm. And really at that moment, I started asking myself, you know, what else is there? Yeah, you know, I feel like I'm successful, but I'm not significant. And it Ooh. and it forced me to really take a look at my life. And I really started thinking about, you know, what am I passionate about? And I started looking back at the jobs that I really enjoyed, things I things I was doing during my career where I really felt fulfilled. And it always came back to when I was speaking in front of a group. You know, because I, I had spent time as a, a corporate trainer. I remember thinking whenever I was doing a training session, thinking to myself, man, I could just do this all the time. Uh, and, and so I just started following that path. And, you know, and so he, here's the advice I would have for someone who's looking for their purpose is don't do like I did initially. So once I figured out that I wanted to be a speaker, I, it was like a three year window before I really started moving because I started thinking, you know, I don't know why someone would pay me to speak to their group. I don't know what, what am I going to say that's different? I would say that take the next step. Focus on, okay, what's the next step in the direction of where I want to go? Yeah, I love that. Isn't it Martin Luther King Jr. that said you take the next step and the staircase will appear? Right. He said uh, faith is taking that step when you, when you don't see the whole staircase. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly right. I, I love that. And it's the same thing like when you go to work every day, do you sit in your driveway and wait for every green light on the way to your office to turn green before you leave the driveway? <laughs> no, you drive to the first light. And if it's red, you wait till it turns green and you go to the next one. And you just keep doing that next thing until you get where you want to go. I love that. And man, when you talked about you, you were successful. So many people I coach, Eric, have your story. You know, Greg, I, I thought I had everything I wanted and I was looked around and I'm like, really, is this it? And it, my preacher calls it the cul-de-sac of stupidity where, <laughs> wow. you know, you go to get something and you kind of feel good for a minute and then it goes away. And so you go around the cul-de-sac again to get it again and get it again and get, and you keep thinking it's going to change. And you know, you, 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 you have your, you go buy some brand new clothes and they feel great. And then you go buy some brand new clothes and you throw away those old clothes that three months ago were the best clothes ever. And now they're stupid clothes and you, <laughs> with a car, with a house, whatever it is until you finally realize that's not it, man. They're, they're, there's definitely more to it and you got to be in line with what the purpose inside of you is in order to get to that next level of joy and satisfaction. And, and as you said, significance yes. and feeling like you matter and you're part of something bigger than yourself and, and that will leave a legacy, not just for your life, but for the lives of other people. That's a awesome. Absolutely. All right, Eric, let me get you some questions now here, a little bit more on the procrastination stuff. 
I think a lot of procrastination comes from our mindset. And I would love your thoughts on that because I think sometimes we procrastinate because we know we aren't in the right job, like you were talking about, or we haven't found what our purpose is, or we're not doing something we believe in, or we're not doing something we want to do. So maybe the procrastination at that point is our subconscious kind of screaming at us saying, hey, you're doing stuff you shouldn't be doing. What do you think? I think there is something to that. Um, and that's why I always say that clarity is the starting point of success. You yeah. know, when, when you're, when you don't understand how what you're doing connects to a bigger picture, it, it's easy to procrastinate because you don't really look for you. You find yourself hitting the snooze button a lot. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, I have something I call the snooze button test. You know, if you find yourself every morning waking up, hitting that snooze button, you really need to revisit your why. And are you connected to a bigger purpose? It's like, like right now, I can wake up at four o'clock in the morning without an alarm clock. Nice. Yeah, because you're doing what you want to do. I love it. And now, in the early days, oh, I, I hit the snooze button all the time. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember when I was a kid, if it was a school day, uh, I was hitting that snooze button. If it was Saturday, I was up. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> exactly. There's <a> <laughs> no doubt. Exactly. Uh, now, now, in your book, The Discipline of Now, um, you get into how different people kind of have different personalities. So there's different strategies for procrastination. Can you get into that a little bit? Certainly, certainly. So you have your, your driver personality type. So that's one of the things that makes the book different is, is you can find kind of where you are and have strategies to overcome procrastination. So first you have like your driver personality, the the type A, uh, they, they're looking for the bottom line up front. They're focused and they, that type of person, and I can speak to this because this is me, um, they, they will procrastinate on tasks that they don't really see impacting their bigger picture. And it could be right. something like doing expense reports. It could be something like, you know, tasks around the house. Now, just because these don't line up with your bigger picture, they're still important. You know, if you don't file your things for your expense reports or for taxes, that could lead to bigger problems. So, right. the, so the key, if you're that personality type, is it's, it's about awareness. Can you outsource that? You know, can you still get it done? Um, th- just because it needs to be done doesn't mean that you have to do it. Um, and the other thing is, if you're in that type A personality, you'll tend to not want to delegate because you're, you're, you're a control freak. You want to make it happen. You feel like nobody can do it like you, but that leads to burnout. So, so that's one of the personality types I talk about. Uh, the other one is kind of that motivator personality type. They, they, they tend to be assertive and people persons, uh, but they will procrastinate on tasks that require a lot of detail. Um, you know, if, if it's not, they, they don't really have a high level of attention to detail necessarily. So they like things to be free and easy. So anything that comes across like it's work, uh, those if it's, that's not fun and easy, they'll tend to procrastinate and put that off. Um, mm-hmm. So again, that's just it's about awareness and you know how can you uh, for that particular type of person, how can you combine another task that you enjoy with that particular task? So again, if it's in that case, filling out an expense report, you know, can you be listening to, you know, inspirational audio books or music? So, so combining something that you do like 
uh, with something that that's a, a task that's hard for you to. So that the person in that group, they, they tend to suffer from that task aversion piece a lot because they don't they yeah. don't like the, the, the getting in the weeds and getting into the details. Yeah, I love that. You had a couple great ideas there. Like the first one for the type A person, if it's something that you really just don't want to do, delegate it. And and that, even though that's hard, if you teach somebody how to do it once, it'll save you a lot of time. And then you're not constantly worried about that anymore. And procrastination doesn't necessarily mean you have to do it. That was really liberating when you said that. And then, right. uh, you know, comparing things up with something you do like to do. I think that sounds great. I'm going to try that. I know I did with my daughter the other day. Um, we were going to do something she didn't want to do. And I said, let's just set a timer for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And all you, all you have to do is do it for 15 minutes. Yeah. Because it seems sometimes so overwhelming. Like this is going to take me three hours and I don't have three hours. But if you just get started, she ended up working for 30 minutes and getting it done. Right. Uh, because it was just, once she got started, it was like, oh, this isn't that bad. So sometimes just getting started, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. When you break and you bring up a good point, when you break the task down into smaller, more you know, manageable steps, it's much easier. Like if you you want to start a habit of exercising, trying to get yourself to run five miles a day isn't going to work over the long. It's not sustainable for you. But if right. you start off, hey, you know what? I'm going to walk for 10 minutes, you know, and then build from there. So, yeah, right. I think starting small is key. Sounds good. We're talking with. Eric Twiggs, he is an expert at overcoming procrastination. The book is called The Discipline of Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. You can get it at ericmtwigs.com. That's in the show notes as well. I love to give quick wins out, Eric. So let's get a quick win. In your book, you say you have the most basic step you can take today to overcome procrastination. What is that? The most basic step you can take today would be, think about your mindset. So that's the, in the book, I talk about the procrastination prevention pyramid, you know, think about how you, how you talk to yourself. Because a lot of times I talk to people that say, I'm always late. I'm such a procrastinator. I'm never this. So whenever you say I am, whatever, that's an identity statement. Whatever comes after that, you're going to tend to act out. So really be careful how you talk to yourself and be easy on yourself. So if you set a, a target that I'm going to work out three times a week, if you miss it, if you miss a day, don't beat yourself up. You, know, you almost have to talk to yourself like you would your best friend. So I would say to really the first thing you can do is it starts with your mind. Monitor your mindset and how you're talking to yourself. I love that part. You said talk to yourself like you would your best friend, because we are our own worst enemies. Like if you listen to what you say to yourself in your head, you would never say that to an acquaintance or an enemy, let alone your friend. So why do we talk to ourselves that way and run ourselves down? Right. I love that. Now you also talked about your five-step cure for procrastination. You just mentioned that a second ago. Could you kind of just walk us through that five-step process? Yeah, so it's the procrastination prevention pyramid, and it's based off of all the coaching sessions that you mentioned earlier. So it starts with the, the foundational step is really monitoring your attitude and really um, thinking about uh, what you're thinking about, really. Um, and we, we just kind of touched on that. And then really heightening your awareness to the things that trigger you to procrastinate. And also being aware of like your power times. We all have times of the day where we have more energy and sometimes we have less energy 
during different times, scheduling your activities to when you have the most energy. It's just that simple. If you're a morning person, do your high priority tasks in the morning. If you're a night owl, do them at night. Uh, and then you have animation. Be, and this is really about being aware, you know, paying attention to your energy levels because energy is everything. I think it's not so much time management. It's more about managing your energy, making sure you're getting the right sleep, making sure you're exercising. And that's why 76, there's a study that said that the, they studied the sampling of wealthy entrepreneurs and 76% of those in the study had a habit of getting cardio exercise at least three days a week. That, and that's why, because it's all about having the energy. And the, the next is automation is uh, that fourth step. And it's really about putting things on autopilot. You don't have, like I said earlier, just because something has to be done doesn't mean that you have to do it. Can you delegate it? Can you take advantage of technology? You don't have to attend every meeting in person. You can do a virtual meeting, but really taking advantage of technology and being willing to delegate. And then lastly is activity. You know, it's at the top of the pyramid because the bottom line is that if you want to get to the top, you have to take action and, and really prioritizing your time because as we know, 20% of the things you do give you 80% of your results. Yep. So really honing in on those actions that are really moving you to where you want to go. That sounds like some really good stuff. I, I, I love, again, how you talk about the automation because I'm big on that. And especially if you're a solopreneur or an entrepreneur, you can outsource now for such a tiny amount. Some of these websites like Fiverr and others that you just do a gig, you know, you just say, Hey, okay, look, I need somebody to edit my book and I can totally outsource that. I need somebody to, um, make, uh, edit my podcast, or I need somebody to create the artwork for my record album or whatever it is that you do. That's not your forte or your strength. You can outsource that for such a low amount now it makes no sense for you to try to do it all, especially if it's something you don't like to do and you're procrastinating about and it's stopping you from moving that next step forward in your business. I love that. That's great advice. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, let me get one more question in here for you because I like to go to the cause. We talked a little bit about this earlier, but I know in your book, you, The Discipline of Now, you go into the common causes of procrastination. What are some of the causes you found? Well, one of them we touched on is perfectionism that we, you know, we feel like, you know, I have to have all of the answers before I take this next step. And what I say to that is that you can't allow perfect to become the enemy of progress. Good. That is very yeah. important. So perfectionism really holds people back. Another big one is fear. And, and this is really very, this is very common most of, in most cases, if we're procrastinating, if we're delaying, it's because deep down we're afraid of something. It's that emotion of fear. It's, it can be fear of failure. Fear of success, believe it or not, is, is very common. Um, and then just fear of just launching out into the unknown. So you, you really just have to over, overcome your fear. And then like fear of failure, I, I teach people to really focus more on the process than they do the outcome. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with that more because if you're not enjoying the process, we're going to get back to what you talked about at the beginning when you had your BMW and you said, is this all there is? You, you, you got to be able to enjoy every step of the way and get excited about every step of it. 
And that's when you're going to have true success. And the outcome may change a million different times. But if you're enjoying the process, then you are a success. It's kind of what Nick Saban really focuses on in Alabama. He's all about the process. He's like, I don't care what the score is. Uh, All I want to know is, are you doing the very best job you can do at your job in this moment, in this process of you becoming the best football player you could possibly be and the best member of this team you could possibly be? And if you do all that, then the outcome flows. And if you ever listen to when they interview his players, they all say the same things. Hey, we're just focused on the process. Yep. (laughs) You know, that, hey, you're going to win a national championship. Hey, we're focused on the process. I love it. That's great stuff. All right. And and that fear point you made, I, I really think the entire, every single reason for procrastination boils down to fear. Because like you said, fear of failure, fear of success, fear of maybe I don't know enough, fear of it won't be good enough, fear of it will take too long, fear of it's too hard, fear. I mean, you could, everything really boils down to some type of fear and everything you've ever wanted in your life is on the other side of fear. Yes. So what happens is you start feeling those, that anxiety, right? And you're looking for relief. And Mm -hmm. to get relief from the fear, you start checking social media, you start checking your text messages, you start organizing your desk, all of those avoidance tactics. Yep. But then as the the deadline gets, it gets closer, you start getting more fearful because now you're, it's coming up. So yeah, it's, it's something you need to be aware of and overcome. Absolutely. Eric, I want to give you an opportunity to tell everybody uh, where they can learn more about you. And I think you had something special for them too, right? Yes. So they can visit my site, ericmtwigs.com, E-R-I-C-M-Twigs, T-W-I-G-G-S.com. You can pick up a copy of The Discipline of Now. It's on paperback. It's also on audio and it's on Kindle as an ebook as well. I have a special offer for your listeners. If they text the numbers 474747 into their smartphones and then type the words Twigs Time, T W I G G S T I M E, that's all one word, you will get, uh, you will instantly receive a short video from me. And it's going to give you two powerful tips that we haven't talked about to beat procrastination. Awesome. And I will have all that in the show notes as well. The text offer 474747, Twigs Time. You'll get that short video with two tips on how to beat procrastination. Eric, we really appreciate your time and I wish you all the best with all of what you're doing. Hey, thank you, man. It's been an honor and a pleasure to be on your show. Thanks. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe, follow, share wherever you listen to the podcast and tell three friends about it. You can get my free book at gregorybnapp.com, gregorybnapp.com. Find your purpose, live your passion. Let's go.